up, everyone? Welcome. Episode 30, Meet the Press. Back after a brief break last week. I know it was a long weekend for me this weekend. Jared, do you have a long weekend? I know you had football yesterday. Yeah, it's always a long weekend when it's a football weekend. Those right, game yeah. days, man, they just they kind of drag on and on. Like you don't realize how late it gets, and then you're sitting in the office at midnight, still like working on random stuff. What was your kickoff yesterday? Two thirty. Yeah, we had a two o'clock kickoff. Yeah. yeah, which is you know probably the best time. Yeah, I'm good. I, I like the two o'clock kick. We had a, a six o'clock with Simo a few weeks ago, and I hated that just because. I mean, that's kind of a thing where your whole day is almost allotted because it's not like, oh, I'm going to, you know, do stuff in the morning. That's fine. But like, you still have that mindset of, I still have to go work that afternoon. Right. And like, I'm not a big fan of the 11 a.m. kick either because like, if you're like me, you get to the stadium a couple hours early. Right. Right. And so at that point, you're there at nine. So you're getting up pretty early to like, to the game right in reality like you're used to working nights most of the time but no it was not a close game that i saw on saturday yeah you had i had i didn't ours was 34 17 we beat north dakota um i saw you's rolling right now aren't they beat north yeah man before yeah don't don't spoil my my prize pick of the week damn it my bad, my bad. Yeah. But um, did see, uh, yeah, didn't Northwestern lose to Miami yesterday? Ohio, Ohio, yeah, Miami, and, Ohio. yeah, because but Miami, Florida lost yesterday. Did you yeah, see who they middle, lost to? Tennessee. To yeah, middle, middle yeah. Tennessee. I'm a CUSA guy. I follow CUSA. Oh, of course you. Yeah, yeah. I've got a CUSA lanyard holding my keys together. <laughs> did you get that at like the, a tournament or something? Media day. I don't Media day or tournament or something like that. I've just got so many lanyards now. Yeah, I have. Like that's uh, not something you prepare for when you get in this business. Is the number of lanyards that just come into your life. That's a fair. Yeah, that's fair. We have um one of the guys that produces our our ESPN broadcast on campus. I went in his office a couple weeks ago, and he had like like three separate places in his office of lanyards. And I'm like, I just have a, like this, one of these little boxes back here is just filled with lanyards in my, in my home office. Yeah. But yeah. I've got a whole box with lanyards, one with like old credentials. Cause I save all my credentials. Of course. So, yeah. You just do. It's a yeah. thing we do. Yeah. So. Um, but everything, I mean, you said it wasn't close. I so <laughs> no, it was. Yeah. Uh, Western one 73 to nothing. Who they play? Florida International. It was a conference game. Are they the Panthers? I, yeah, they're the Panthers. Used to be the Golden Panthers. The number of right. times I was asked in the last week, are they still the Golden Panthers? I was like, no. But they're yeah, Panthers. they're uh, they lost the Golden. They're, yeah, they're they're struggling right now as a program. Um, they've won two games since they upset. Miami in 2019 towards the end of that season, and they've won two games since then. So Miami just likes getting upset, I guess. But yeah, that, uh, that's Miami's thing. And I, and I thought that like, not to go on a Miami tangent, but I thought like, what's the guy's name? Cristobal is that right? Mario, Mario Cristobal. Cristobal. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I thought like he was supposed to be the dude. He was at Oregon. Oregon. I think so. I think that's right. Yeah. But I feel like Miami's a hard job now, man. Yeah. It, like I don't get how you don't how you don't have dudes? Like, what the hell do I how yeah. the hell do you not have dudes in Miami? Miami that that's Broward Miami. Broward and Dade <laughs> County is it, it's loaded with football talent. Dude, and it's, who doesn't want to live there? It's it's fun. Both of those things. Miami. Both of those things are 100 percent true. Number one, you gotta have dudes in Miami, in in Dade County. You gotta have dudes there. Number two, I, I mean Recruits come from all over. You want to recruit. I mean, I get it. The South, certain areas have different talent, whatever. Wherever that recruit is coming from, it's got to be a pretty great place for him to think or her to think Miami. Eh, I'd rather stay here. Like, that's got to be a like, that's a hard sell to make. And yeah. I mean, you're the 17, 18 year old kid who is growing up in bum fudge, Nebraska. And they're like, "Hey, we can we can put you down in Miami. We can, we can get you a, a setup." And you can say no. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't understand FIU. It's I believe the fourth largest school in terms of you know student body in the country. It's in a recruiting wait, what? hotbed. Wait, wait, you said the country? Is that true? I, I believe so. Yeah, that's what uh, their coach said at media day. That's a lot. The country's a lot. I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Arizona State, Central Florida, Texas A&M, and Florida International. According to this random article I pulled up as quick as I could. Works for me. But yeah, okay. So interesting. So, wow. But anyway, yeah, I was talking to, um, you know, someone that, that knows – about the team more and they were talking about how they basically had no offensive line. And I was like, how you've got the fourth largest student body, right. and the best football, arguably the best, you know, football producing talent is it, area of the country. IMG down there too. I know it's like Brandenburg, but I don't know how far that is from Miami. There's a lot down there. And, um, you know, from like West Palm to Boca and, Right, Fort Lauderdale in between there, uh, but yeah, it's. I remember I was in Miami last year for their game against FIU, and I was down on the field, and uh, one of the assistants just, you know, came over to talk, and I was like, "How is this place not, you know, better?" Because Miami's, it's Miami's fun. Um, they had a DJ there or, or something, some kind of guy playing the music, and it was like it would have been a great environment if the stadium wasn't totally empty. <laughs> Cause he was what, killing is it. it a big, is it a big, okay. Now I got to look it up. What's it called? Remember the stadium? Uh, they changed the, it depends where you look. Um, it, I believe is, hold on. Okay. I got it. I got it. Oh, the FIU football stadium. Okay. Yeah. Uh, FIU football stadium, Ricardo Silva stadium. Oh, Ricardo Silva. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes people call it that. Oh yeah, that would be they, they yeah. That's a tough place that. if it's empty. Yeah, they weren't calling it that last year, but the sign still said it on the stadium, which I didn't understand either. Interesting. But, okay. No, it's it's not okay. it's not a bad stadium. It's no, it looks cool. It is what it is. 
the the press setup isn't great. You're in like a suite instead of a press box, and instead of like you know how the most press boxes have like the almost like the table desk setup, then you have like a wheelie chair that you yeah. sit at. Yeah. Instead of that, it was like a couple of rows, and it was uh, like a table, but instead of chairs, you had a bench. So I was between a media person and an SID, you know, sitting in the middle seat. Right. Like I was, you know, like someone's daughter getting taken to school in an old truck <laughs> with only, you know, the front row as a seat. I feel like there are a lot of other analogies you could have used. <laughs> and, well, I, there was a, 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 a way to describe it that would have been the easiest way. Well, I'm trying to keep this family friendly. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know exactly. Are there are they two words, and the first word starts with R? <laughs> yeah, I feel writing. Like, yeah, writing. Yeah, I feel like this. <laughs> yes. yes, but this is a family friendly podcast. Yes. Um, yeah, but no, it was. Yeah, it was not a good game. So, mm. did you? Yeah. Since you probably were at your game yesterday. You said, you said you had a fun job, right? I did, yeah. So I got a text yesterday morning um, from my boss asking if I could help our facilities um, with some kind of instant replay. And I had no idea what the heck that meant. And so I get there, and I was the person that like stood on the sideline with the headset talking with the instant replay officials and would run out on the field if there was an instant replay and we did have one so so my job they told me my job was to run on the field for like touchdowns um safeties and change of possessions and i had to go like this to like until it was confirmed so like i was supposed to go out to the 20 hold this and then when they say confirmed i had to put my arms out and do like the like confirmed call or whatever so SIU scores first possession out, uh, first second possession out, and I run out on the field, cross my arms, they say confirmed, I I do the thing, and I go back to the sideline, and the guy in the microphone in the radio goes, Yeah, Tyler, if you just want to stand there, nobody was really looking at you. So we'll just tell you <laughs> whenever you have to go out there. And I said, Sounds good. And then um, and I think the third quarter. There was a North Dakota catch on the sideline. It was ruled incomplete on the field. Um, Instant replay looked at it, and and I knew that was my time to shine. I knew that that was my moment. So I ran out on the 20, turned the the radio up, clicked it on, gave it to um, Marcel, who was our head official, our white hat that game. And I'm like, Marcel, it's all you, man. And they overturned it. They wouldn't have done that without you. I know. You changed I don't know. the course of this game. I know. That was – it was weird because, like, obviously I wanted SIU to win. But, like, in that role I felt like, I'm like, all right, if it's close. I'm like, not like I'm going to be the ultimate decision maker. But in that situation I'm like – I feel like I would have to be like I would be impartial. Like, I mean, it's not really your call either. Though. Yeah, it's not my call. There are three guys up in the booth that are looking at everything. Um, it, yeah, it's not my call. I'm literally 
the the hander, like the the holder, the glorified holder. Um, but yeah, it was good. But it it was cool seeing uh like being that close and kind of like being involved in the game, like being a like a not just a I'm trying to think of how to how to word this, because being a reporter, you're you're not involved in the game. If if you like, if you know what I'm like, you're just covering the game. You're saying what happened. I felt yeah. like not like an active participant, but I felt like I was involved in the game festivities, and that, that was interesting sense. to me. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It was fun. You yeah. Do uh, you remember a couple weeks ago? It's been a long couple of weeks when we talked yeah. about Kentucky football. Yeah, are they and, legit? Yeah, that was the question. Yeah. 4 0. 4 0. Northern yeah. Illinois. Yeah. Get Ole Miss this weekend. Probably the biggest test, you know, that they've had so Has far. That... He's up to what, number seven after today's poll came yeah. out? Yeah. The, Has that line came out yet? Uh, yes. The opening okay. line was uh, Ole Miss four point favorite. I told you. See, 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 that's the thing. I freaking told you. I think that would have been the tell. That that would have been the first sign of what's what's Ole Miss right now? Because I know they won too. They're going to be they're four zero also, right? Oh, I believe so. I think they are. The game is in Oxford. Right, it's in Oxford, and I thought that they would be. Um. I thought they would be favored anyway, but I think that still would have been like a cool thing for Kentucky to be 14. Oh, wow. 14. I'm looking at That's Ole Miss as six and a half. Six and a half. Mine was, yeah. I, I was looking at the opening. Uh, okay. Line. So this is um, on the ESPN app. Okay. Yeah. That's probably more up to date than what I saw. Six and a half. And then that football power index. Matchup predictor, 78.5% in favor of Ole Miss. I mean, I don't know. It, I get that it's in Oxford. And, and they should be. I feel like, like Ole Miss still should be favored. Yeah, Oxford's a place. Hotty toddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, the Ole Miss's results aren't, you know, mind-blowing. They beat Troy 28-10. But now we're kind of seeing Troy, you know, make a little bit of noise. They beat Marshall right. on Saturday. And Marshall, had, you know, they're struggling right now. Lost to Bowling Green last week after the win over Notre Dame. Okay, I'm just running through these four. I'm going to go ahead and say that that strength of schedule is not hot. Yeah, Central Arkansas, um, you know, typically a solid FCS program. but Yeah, solid FCS, FCS program. We talking yeah. SEC. They're supposed to be SEC. So Yeah. Um, Georgia Tech, they're, you know, it sounds like they're about to fire their coach. Yep. So, and Tulsa. I mean, your closest matchup is I, is, I is Tulsa. Yeah. I don't know um, much about Tulsa football in 2022, to be completely honest. So, Tulsa lost to Wyoming in double OT week one. Wyoming's beat Northern Illinois. Up. Beat Northern Illinois by three. Beat the breaks off Jacksonville State and then lost to Ole Miss by eight in Oxford. That's you know that's a fairly decent schedule. That's Wyoming's been tough. You know they hung tough with Indiana. They were t- hanging tough for a while with BYU last night. Yeah. So I mean, it's respectable. 
but, but yeah, I think it'll be the test. I think to, that yeah. kind of tells you how good Kentucky is. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, obviously, Florida was kind of that first measuring stick, and then you've had wow, Florida. What two weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Two week two two weeks ago? Because they had Youngstown My, State last week, right? And Miami, Ohio, the week before. Oh wow! So yeah, so it has been three. Okay. Um, I think that was kind of like that first one, that first big obvious test. Um, but that was in that was in Lexington, right? No, that was at the swamp. Oh, that was at the swamp too. Okay, that was at the swamp. Um, but I mean, Florida hasn't been mind blowing this year. I mean, they right. lost. They've lost a couple tough games. Like I, I'd considered Kentucky a tough game. Um, yeah, at this fair. point, you know, and lost Tennessee this weekend in Knoxville. Nayland's a tough place to to play too. Yeah, so, um, and and they're Tennessee's solid. So, yeah. Billy Napier just took over. That's two of his first four games there, you know, being a power five coach. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt at this point. If you could be the head football coach oh, gosh. of any power five team, who would it be? Actually, In no. Any power that's five? Too much. That's too much. I don't want to, I don't want to, I want to make this even better. If you could be that guy that follows the head coach around on the sideline and makes sure that he doesn't get too far onto the field or get out of hand. The get-back coach? The get-back coach. What school would you want to be a get-back coach for in the Power Five? Can you narrow it down by conference? We, we can go conference by conference if you want. We'll just say we'll say SEC. We'll SEC? say SEC. Yeah. Uh, let me let – me, uh... Or SEC head coaches? Is that what you're looking uh, up right now? I'm just looking at all the teams. LSU, you got Brian Kelly, AM, Jimbo Fisher, Nick Saban. Like there are some that like would be automatically uh, would, out for me and yeah, no Sam, like Sam Pittman in Arkansas. No, thank you. He seems like a big dude. Um uh, Lane Kiffin. I feel like he's a guy that I could keep back. He might yeah. he he's like very charismatic, but he's right. not a massive guy. Like yeah, if it was yeah. if it was Ed Orgeron. At LSU, he would automatically be out for me. He'd be truck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kirby Smart, he's – I don't know, man. He looks massive, like he has, but he's not small. He's, he, looks he looks like he looks like, has, like strength. strength. Yeah. Well, I was going to say like Brad Boy's strength. Yeah, it would be the yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. Mark yeah. Stoops now, not him. Um, Pruitt no. at Tennessee, no. You uh, haven't said my favorite one yet. And Indian I think Missouri, you were... South Carolina. South Carolina, maybe? With um, Beamer? Maybe. Beamer? Dude, I think I... – I would probably do Mike Leach, if I'm being honest. He's just because I think, like, do you know the kind of stuff that you would hear on the sideline? Yeah. Do you think like, you have? Do you think you have the pirate in you? To... Man, I don't know, man. I I would swing my sword though. Like I know I would do that. Like I just, I think the the knowledge and just the pure ridiculousness that you would hear on the sideline would be worth it. Yeah. That's what tough. about a? I'd say probably Beamer in South Carolina. Because okay. also, also the defensive coordinator there is Clayton White, and I know him, so I'd have an inside guy on the side. So if you had to be a get back coach for a college basketball team, hmm. uh, you you have to give me the conference. Oh man, I don't want to give you a conference because I want to make it easier. I want to make it harder. <laughs> 
Um, it, it's there's too many to think about. I know. Well, I'm just thinking like like the top tier ones, like your Bill Selfs, your um, Maybe your cows. I self, uh, I self, I don't think I wouldn't have fun with that. I want one that like I would have fun with, like that would be like fun to do that with. I feel like cow wouldn't be bad. Yeah, I don't he think wouldn't really have much say in any of it. He's kind of his own guy. Yeah. Um, Duke, if it was Coach K, definitely not. I'm trying to think of like a young, like a younger coach who's like super fiery. Maybe, it would be a lot of fun. Maybe Leonard Hamilton, Florida State. Man, he, seems, he just seems like a nice guy. Leonard Hamilton seems and like he's a, a nice great guy, coach. and he always wins. Like yeah, he's he a great all coach. like every year. You can bet Florida State is going to beat North Carolina, is going to beat Duke, is going to beat Virginia. Like every year, you can bet on that pretty much. Now I'm like going through and, and thinking about it. Okay. I got yeah, it. it might be him. So he's been around too. He, like, I bet he's got some great stories. So I'm just looking at the wait. Let me find the list. Current head coaches in the in the SEC. Um, Nate Oates, eh. Eric Musselman. Oh, Eric Musselman may be fun. I would like Eric Musselman. Just yeah, but I was a Nevada fan. Bruce Pearl. I feel like he would be tough. Yeah, he would be tough. Um. I wouldn't Todd LSU. Golden. Well, LSU's not a uh, Will Wade anymore, so maybe. No, it's Matt McMahon. I would probably pick LSU. So, like, because I would, well, that I would mean, probably be easy for yeah. that'd be fun. Um, Jerry Stackhouse at Vandy. He. Or you go always Penny. has the drip. Have you ever watched him, Coach? Yeah. He's got like the best suits. You could, Hands down. Um, like everybody talks about Jay Wright and his suit game, but I think Jay Wright has a good suit. I game, think. Though. Yeah, I think Stackhouse has. Um, Buzz Williams, Rick Barnes, Kermit Davis. Rick, Rick Barnes, Kermit. I could probably keep back. Kermit, you be. I mean, Kermit, I feel like would be easy to keep back. They weren't great last year, though. So, you, see, you have to find that balance of teams you would want to, you know, watch regularly, be in that town. And a coach that you could actually hold back, so it wouldn't seem like you're just bad at your job. <laughs> right, I guess that's true. See, it's it's a balancing act. Yeah. If you had to do it in the NFL, Ooh. who do you think you'd pick? That's tough. <sighs> Dude, that Detroit <laughs> guy is nuts, man. Um, oh, uh. Yeah, I watched him on Hard Knocks. I don't know his name. I forgot his name, but that dude's nuts. Like, I don't think I could hold him back. No, no chance. No chance. No chance. Did you watch no. any NFL today? You said you didn't watch your Bills. So. I didn't watch the Bills. I mean, I saw it coming. I knew there was a possibility of losing today. You got your entire secondary out. You got three all-pro DBs out. And yeah. you Just lost by two. For disaster. And you were pretty close. And it was like apparently like 200 degrees in Miami today. So, um, yeah. Did you watch any of the, that Thursday night game? Steelers-Browns? 
No, I started the <laughs> started the Dahmer documentary, <laughs> so I didn't. I haven't watched any football. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, I was just gonna say I'm not like I grew up a Steelers fan. I don't really right. follow as closely anymore. Right. But like, I try to be knowledgeable about what's going on. And like the big thing with them, it seemed this off season was you know who's going to be that guy that replaces Ben Roethlisberger. And so they go in the draft. And they get Kenny Pickett, who, Kenny Pickett. you know, everybody says, you know, the most NFL-ready guy in the class. You know, not necessarily the biggest. And a pick kid. Yeah. Yeah. But my thing is, why do you go after the most NFL-ready quarterback to not play him instead of getting a guy maybe that takes a couple of years to develop if, if you're not going to play him anyway right away? I don't care either way. But that's just like I just don't understand that. Who is is it Mason Rudolph right now? Trubisky. Oh yeah, Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. 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 Former, got Rudolph former Bills on the, great. On the bench. I've never been high on Mason Rudolph. Um because also like I grew up in the era where the backup quarterback there was Charlie Bash, who was like one of the best backups, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, because like that was his job and he was great at it. Yeah, when he came in, you felt you didn't feel bad that about their chances. Yeah, I'll fight to the death over Charlie Batch and his goat backup QB status. I mean, he did have some pretty good dudes to throw to, also. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, in the goat backup QB talk, people might mention Tom Brady, but once he got in, he was in. He wasn't. Did you? He wasn't a career backup. Did you see that Tom Brady broke two tablets? I heard. I did not. Last week. Was it on video? I didn't see a video. I don't know. I saw a story. But I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, number one, because it's Tom Brady doing it, no one cares. And, like, let's let's say Lamar Jackson goes up and breaks two tablets. Are we just, are we just gonna be like oh or is Lamar Jackson gonna get called a hothead? He'd get called hot, hot. He would get called a hothead. Right, right. Yeah. And Tom Brady breaks too, and they're like, and everybody's like, oh, he can buy a million of them. I'm sure it's not an issue. That's that's one thing that grinded my gears this weekend. Yeah. No, I definitely but, get that. Um. I definitely get what you're saying. Yeah, no, Bills lost. I mean, I, I still think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. Do I think it's going to be significantly harder now? Yes. Um, but not 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 because they lost today, but I think because of who is out. Um, but, yeah, I still think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Right. And did you ever, when you were a writer – like try to slide little things in the story and see if anybody noticed. I know you do that. I know everybody. I know everybody has something that they do. Um, I've done it a couple times. Like if I was like with someone when I was writing a story, like, and they would be like, Oh, can you fit this into it? And I would try to do it. But there was, it was never like common enough or there was never like one specific word that I wanted to get in there all the time. Yeah. When I was in Indiana, 
last week for that game. Right. Like my mom grew up. My mom, yeah, my mom grew up in Indiana, so I grew up listening to John Mellencamp because he's like you know the favorite son there. So I was like, I wonder how many John Mellencamp references. Also, I saw that your mom did not like your Indiana reference last or a couple weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) What did you call it? What was it? Arkansas of the North. (laughs) Right. Arkansas of the North. Bloomington is probably of the Indiana places I've been, and I've been to you know quite a few. Right. Arguably my favorite. You know, it's kind of like a, a big college town vibe. The stadium there, Memorial Stadium, is is super cool. I liked it a lot. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like that old feel to it, but not like trashy old. Right. Like right. people people talk about Fenway Park and how great it is and historic. Or Rigby's but I feel like that's just way. a nice way to say old. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great watching way. a game at Fenway. I mean, it's a green concrete jungle that smells like urine, but I would go there tomorrow if I could because it's oh, really oh, yeah, I would go there. But, yeah, I would go there. But I know you wanted to fit some some cougar references in there. Yeah, I think I got five. And then um, our, our editor understood the assignment, and he went with the uh, the big headline. Do you have to as, do it as, with as... your voice like that? Understood the assignment. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like you did. <laughs> I don't know what that reference is. It's a but, song. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my but, gosh! But uh, yeah, the the headline was tumbling down, you know. But I think tumbling. I got five in there. I got a uh, you know paper and fire in the lead. Um, you know, some I'm just going to let you know. USA. I, I'm just going to let you know. Most of these are going to go right over my head. Well, one of our followers and listeners and subscribers will like it. I got yeah, yeah ROCK in the USA. I put some crack boom bam one. in there. Um, that was a stretch. Uh, I think I had a pink houses line in there. Oh, I was really hoping someone would have a great touchdown catch so I could say he sucked down the ball like it was a chili dog outside the Tasty Freeze. But nothing, nothing. So, and then, like, the next day or a couple days later, you know, I get the news that Western's going to have a football game at Boston. Boston oh, yeah. College. Chestnut Hill, technically, but Boston College. So for my lead, I was like, dropkick Murphy's reference. All right, let's go. Western Kentucky is shipping up to Boston in 2024, and my boss is like, "Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to understand that reference here." Yeah, I don't <laughs> like there is so. like super popular, but yeah, you know, do you know the song though? Shipping up to Boston? No, I know the Tessie song, but that's it. Is that Dropkick Murphys? I think so. Yeah, but you have seen. So we did talk about a movie the other night that you have seen. Yeah, and I don't remember what it is. Because we talked about Spotlight. Oh, yeah, Spotlight. Yes, yeah. Spotlight. Yeah, because it's phenomenal. It's the greatest. It's like, it's the, and I'm, I'm probably going to watch it tonight because I didn't watch it yeah. when I told you I was going to watch it. Oh, liar. I know, but, I did. But I've been watching the Dahmer documentary. I told you. I had to figure uh, out how it ended, but I knew how it ended. So, yeah. um, It's happened. It's not like there's some kind of plot twist in <laughs> it. I don't know, man. They could like they could sneak <laughs> someone else in there that we didn't know about or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I've seen Spotlight um, because I've seen it because when it was about to come out, I be- one of the professors I had in college who was the one that actually told me I should work at a newspaper, and I was like, nah, I don't really want to write. Right. Because seven writing, years later, yeah, but writing sucks. Um, she worked at the Boston Globe because I went to school up in that area. Right. And she right. was working at the Boston Globe at the time where all that, you know, Catholic church stuff was coming out and getting, you know, 
broken by the right, boss by below. The, yeah. And so we had a special speaker for, you know, the whole school. And it was the guy Mark Ruffalo plays in that movie. The That's one that awesome. Led everything. Yeah. He was, he was super cool to talk to and stuff after because I was just hanging out and, you know, the professor was there and introduced me and whatnot. So it was pretty cool. But it was a pretty good movie. And she said it was going to win whatever award it won. Oh, I'm yeah, not, it did. Yeah. With all the movies. Yeah. Like, and I, and like Mark Ruffalo's character was like my was like the, the go get him yeah. character. Yeah. yeah, he was the guy. He was the yeah. Dude. He was the dude. Um, Still have not seen uh, that one that you told me to see. It's Goodwill Hunting. It's like Goodwill Hunting. The, I still it's have not like seen that. if I had to pick like five movies. Man, I don't know. It'd be super hard. That like describe Boston. I would pick, like I feel like The Departed is up there. The um, the town, the town is up there. Um, Goodwill Hunting. Um, Celtic Pride. You ever seen Celtic Pride? No. Oh, dude, it's so terrible. It's so good. It's got um, like Damon Wayans and Dan Aykroyd and. Uh, the guy from Home Alone, the tall guy from da- Daniel Stern. Well, basically, Dan Aykroyd and him are Celtics fans, and Damon Wayans plays for the Jazz. And to beat the Jazz, they kidnap Damon Wayans, so he can't play. It's the greatest movie ever. Huh. It was on my grandparents had it on VHS, and I watched it every single time I went over there. Yeah. But no, I would okay. pay, probably say those three are the are the top three. What about Boondock Saints? Oh yeah, that's a good one too. Ed, you said the departed. The departed. Uh, the departed. I'd probably put Boondock, Boondock Saints up there as like four, like in the top four, in the top four or five. Yeah. Except, you know, when I have you ever seen Fever Pitch? It's the Jimmy Fallon one. Yes, I've got I, it. I've got it. I know it's it's got Drew Barrymore. You weirdo. That may be up there. <laughs> I like also. how between. Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore. I'm like, it's the Jimmy Fallon movie. Yeah, I know, I know what it is. It's Fever Pitch. It's great. It's like, yeah, yeah. The, no, I just, the Cardinals well, in that one, you weirdo. Oh yeah, that's the one that they had to. So yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I grew up a Yankees fan. I know. I know what happened. No, they had to reshoot the end of the movie. Oh, I was because they had like Boston losing because they always do. But they had to reshoot the end of the movie because they didn't lose. And like they were in like the last scene is actually like them in St. Louis. Oh, okay. No, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. But yeah, no, anytime I watch a movie based in Boston, I think back to my college days and I'm like it was just like that. Like I'll watch The Departed. Be like, I was gonna yeah, say the town. I remember that. Was it like that for the town. The town, yeah. I was like, I remember going and robbing back. <laughs> right. I remember seeing that dude in the mask just drive by like every day on the way to class. <laughs> I remember whenever um, oh, what's that one guy's name? The Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah, Ben Affleck. Yeah. I have seen that movie. Well, so. of course you've seen the town. The town's great. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um. Do you have a prize pick this week? I have one that you I were going to make me spoil earlier, but I was going to have one. Yeah, do you want to go first then? Yes. I would love to go first. Um, so my prize pick of the week, as 
Jared tried to make me allude to earlier uh, goes to SIU football coach Nick Hill and and my beloved Salukis. Started 0-2, but started from the bottom. Now we're here. Now we're 2-2. Fall to Incarnate Word. Fall to SEMO. 0-2. Season on the brink. We're all – everything is going Northwestern. Beat some Big Ten butt. Um, on the road in Evanston. Always nice to win a money game. You know how you know what that's like. Always nice to win little money games. Um, come in last week or yesterday, beat North Dakota handily, thirty-four seventeen. And former head coach or um, or the coach of North Dakota is a former coach at SIU, Bubba Schweigert. Um, so beat Bubba, but it it was good. It was I I, I don't know. I know that. Obviously, you're not a – it helps you if Western does well. But, like, you're – we'll say that. But it's kind of different for me, like, being on this side. Like, I feel like the day goes by better if SIU wins just yeah. because I know everyone that I work with is going to be in a better mood. Um, but, yeah, just shout-out to Nick and all those guys. I know they've um, been working super hard. Going down 0-2 on the year, that's always hard. But getting a win over a Big Ten team, our second, I think, three or four seasons. Um, then coming home, getting a big win on family weekends. And now we're on the road for a couple weeks. But, yeah. Oh, also, can I have two? Oh, I know I can have two. We make the rules. Why am I asking you? Um, 1B, uh, Albert Pujols. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I can't believe that dude's still playing. Dude, the, I'm the telling you. The way he's been playing the last month or so. How does Did he you see my tweet the other day? I'm like, this dude is hitting yeah. dingers and he gets AARP mailers. Like, he is literally hitting like bombs at 43 years old. And I mean, yeah, he's 43 years old. He's hitting bombs. Uh, I wish he would have waited. I have tickets next Sunday with my family and I'm going with them to the game. So I wish he uh, would not have done it as soon as he did, but yeah, shout out to him. I mean, growing up, I mean, being a Cardinals fan, was I pissed he left and went to LA? Yeah. Did I write him off? Yeah. Did I care about him anymore? No, not at all, but he's back. So, you know, I forgive all that. Um, but yeah, 700 home runs. That's a, that's a bunch of home runs. Shoot. The way he's been playing, he might be kind of, you know, the babe. By the time you're at that game, That's he's strange. close in R- he's close in RBIs. He's like nine off of RBIs. A, That's why we call it hyperbole. In the right. Uh, <laughs> did you see the stat that in his career, like on average of his trot and everything, like totaled up, he has home run trotted for five hours in his career. Who does that stat? I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess it's technically not that hard. I mean, you would just like. Try to figure out what his average time is. Runs. Yeah, and then just multiply it by 700. I think Same that's how. Who sits there for five hours and watches him trot to just timing it? I would for watch one him trot. like that. I would watch him trot for five hours. That's a lot hey, Jared, of Jared, who's your prize pick of the week? <laughs> Mine might not go over that well in Bowling Green, um, but mine's going to be Rick Stockstill. Middle Tennessee head football coach, longtime head coach there. You know, they 
they took a pretty good beating at James Madison. You know, James Madison just moving up to the FBS ranks in their first former, game. Former FCS champ. Yeah, lost 44-7 to to James Madison to open up the season. Uh, James Madison, though, now 3-0 and after winning at App State this weekend. So they've They're been legit. pretty good. They're legit. But yeah. anyway, since then, Middle Tennessee has won three games. I think it was earlier this week or last week sometime. might have been last week. Uh, the news came out that he had received an extension. People weren't really happy with it. They think he's underachieved there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last couple games, you know, they beat Tennessee State 49 to 6. That was after a win at Colorado State. And then they go to Miami on Saturday and win 45 uh, 31. You know, a ranked Miami team on the road getting that money. Right. Like you said, it was like, like one and said, a half, right? I think it was 1.5. Yeah. 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 Like a but, dumb amount of money. Yeah. And I remember when I saw that extension thing and everybody was unhappy. I was like, you know, it might be unpopular, but I like the move because you you see all the time in college sports at that level. How often does a team consistently win conference titles? Like, it's good to say year in and year out, they're great. But most teams don't win conference titles year in and year out. But they're consistently, you know, they've consistently won under him, consistently making bowl games. Uh, And there's something, you know, at that level to say about stability. Because if he leaves, if he gets fired and they bring in someone new, that person's probably going to be gone three to four years because they're really good or Mm -hmm. because they're really bad. And then you're starting all over from scratch. And, you know, with everything going on in conference realignment too, you know, with the shape that Conference USA was and going into this year uh you know a little bit unstable he's a guy that's been around you know you go to conference usa football media days and he's the guy rick stock still is that's walking around talking to everybody kind of like you know the glue of the conference if you will right so you know it and he he's always seemed like a great guy to work with and that's the only thing i've really ever heard about him is he's a nice guy so might not be popular here in bowling green but that's who mine is this week well, I mean, that's a pretty good one, I feel like. Do you see uh, Rihanna halftime show this year? Oh, yeah, man. Brie coming out halftime show. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like that's a solid choice. I hope they do S&M because that's a banger. Yeah. That would be, be like the one that you don't know. I don't think that one would go over as well. There's a few. What, like ahead. Umbrella? Uh, it's. A, I mean, it is a banger, though. It's so popular. How could she not? I feel like she's one that, like, okay. you don't really hear people bashing her a lot. Or do you? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not up to. I don't know. No, I don't. I know but... in your circles. In your circles, Jared, do you hear people bash Rihanna? I don't. Okay. Um, My circles either. Yeah. Yeah. Take a bow might be one. Oh, man. That's such a, uh, yeah, that's a good song. The monster. That's Eminem. Maybe Eminem will come back out. Oh, what else? Rude boy. Oh, that one might not be on there. Come on, Rude uh, boy. Disturbia. I like Disturbia. I like Disturbia. That's a good one. Yeah, that'll probably come on. 
Um, a little love the way you lie. Get Eminem out there. Dude, yeah, I'm a like huge. Because they always bring in like other people. Yeah, that's true. Oh, he was there. He was there last year. Is that? I didn't get to watch last year. I was in Mississippi. I don't remember the Super Bowl last year. I don't think I watched it. it I think Bengals I was still Rams. sad. Right, it was the Bengals Rams. Oh yeah, you were in mourning. <laughs> I think I was still sad <laughs> after that. I don't think I watched it. Um, yeah, good show this week. I think this was good. Yeah, that's what happens when we have a week <laughs> off. Hopefully, we'll have another exciting show and, and more exciting news in the future. But I feel like I got too far. One of our so why I smile during your prize pick. One of our grad assistants just texted in our group chat and said, I, "He goes, I swear, I just saw a UFO." <laughs> and, and then somebody said, "Yeah, shooting stars are cool." So I don't, I don't think he's separate. I know. I, I think he's making fun of him, saying like that you didn't see a UFO. Yeah, shooting stars are super cool. But thank you all for hanging out with us this week. We will see you soon. Jared, as always, thank you, my friend.